Audible Inc. presents The Progressive Revolution How the Best in America Came to Be by Michael Lux Narrated by Richard Topol My conservative friends will be delighted, I'm sure, for me to acknowledge up front that I come by my progressive nature in part because of being brain damaged. I'm not kidding. When I was a few months old, I got a toy wedged in my throat that cut off my air supply for a couple of minutes until my mom noticed me turning a deep shade of blue. She figured out what was going on and got the air flowing again. But the oxygen supply was cut off long enough for me to suffer a degree of brain damage that resulted in a mild form of cerebral palsy. I had a lot of trouble walking for a while and remained exceptionally slow and uncoordinated throughout my childhood. One of those slowest in school, last one picked for the team kids. I was not, in Newt Gingrich's classic term of art, a normal American. Fortunately, my family did not care that I wasn't normal. In fact, they gave me special care and attention and support, a sort of abnormal kid's affirmative action. Through our church, my family also hosted two families from apartheid-era Rhodesia, now Zimbabwe. When I was in elementary school, I walked one of these families' two younger kids to school. Although I was too gimpy to protect them very well physically, I knew it was my job to stand by them and be there for them when the bullies in our school screamed nigger at them. Having the kind of family who took such good care of the weak and looked out for their neighbors made me want to live in a country that did the same. These experiences of being the other and of standing with the other gave me my progressive faith. I call it faith because it was also fed by the Bible verses I learned growing up. I was taught to be my brother's keeper. I learned to treat others the way I would want to be treated. I was told that Jesus had been sent to bring good news to the poor, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and to set the downtrodden free. Most of all, I was taught that living a good life meant feeding the hungry, giving clothes to the naked, and visiting the sick and those in prison, that these were the things I would be judged on. So I grew up determined to do all those things, but I don't have the patience to be a good social worker, and I wanted to attempt something that would bring longer-lasting change. So I became a community organizer and from there was drawn into politics. I find politics to be endlessly fun and exciting. It has been my great good fortune to have knocked on thousands of doors and played a role in registering millions of people and turning them out to vote. I have produced television and radio ads, been a part in one way or another of presidential politics in seven elections, served as a senior staffer in the Clinton White House, been involved with scores of organizations, and written on a couple of different blogs. Because my career has been in the political world, I am in no way a professional historian. I am, however, a thoroughly devoted history buff. I have devoured every American history book that I had time to read, beginning at a young age when I pored over my father's history books. I have noticed a pattern over the years. The debates of the past are remarkably similar to the debate I am engaged in now. The eras were vastly different. The names of political parties sometimes changed. The specific issues were different some of the time. But I noticed that the fundamental arguments and themes, and even the basic political alignments, 
remained remarkably the same over the years. People were arguing over voting rights back when our country began, and they still are today. Today, people disagree about whether government should pursue policies that favor business and the wealthy, and they also disputed this at the nation's founding. In 1776, people clashed over whether Jefferson's words about all of us being created equal should be taken seriously, just as they debate this issue today. That ongoing argument between the forces of progressive thought and those of conservative thought is what inspired this book. In the introduction, I lay out my basic theory about how the debate between progressives and conservatives has been a permanent conflict throughout our country's history. Furthermore, when progressives have been on the winning side of that debate politically, the country has made dramatic progress, whereas when conservatives have won the day, the country has suffered as a result.